0: Good morning, Dr. Staten, the rockin' talk. Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. A little hard to say that without laughing. Um, Share with me a little bit about all the things you're going to talk to us about today, how to adjust yourself, avoid seeing a uh, chiropractor. And also, it sounds like you do some other cool stuff totally unrelated to that that I'm really excited to hear about. So could you share with the listeners a little bit about who you are and all the fantastic fun things you're doing in your life?
1: Well, let me tell you, it's Rockin' Doc! I'm the hip, the hop, the happenin'. I'm talking about the flip, the flop, and the cracklin'. There ain't no doubt I'm on a jam while I bam and lay my lovin' hands on the next needy band. So, Michaela, bring your questions from the dome and the Rockin' Doc! will throw you back a bone. Oh,
0: good lord! <laughs> <laughs> good That's morning, amazing, Lakenna. and perfect, and wonderful. And I am halfway through my coffee, but I'm now much more rejuvenated. <laughs> <in>
1: <laughs> <no way. laughs> uh, so, so I'm Rockin' Doc. They call me Rockin' Doc because uh, uh, Rockin' because I'm the number one Christian rock artist in Seattle for eight years now. Uh, my band, Rockin' Doc and the Backbones. Uh, You know, just finished recording our second album uh, and it was a a four year recording project with over 25 famous bands featuring Foreigner, uh, 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 Queensryche, Bad Company, Heart, Air Supply, Santana. They all came out and did cameos on my album because I'm the chiropractor and I'm the chiropractor to over 600 famous bands now from Def Leppard to Tool, Scorpions, Journey, Foreigner, Weird Al, Ted Nugent, Iron Maiden, Ozzy, all of these bands I've done over the last 30 years. And I got tired of adjusting these guys. And then all of a the sudden, they go off on tour. I've got them fixed. And they come back all busted up again. And I'm like, there's got to be something that you could do on the tour bus or in the hotel rooms, where you're not destroying your body. So I wrote a new exercise program for them to do. Uh, and it, it actually works. They started coming back looking better than when they left on tour. And so that's my new book, How, How to Adjust Yourself and Avoid Seeing a Chiropractor. It's a little misleading uh, in there. But that's what the, the protocol for the book is. It's an exercise program.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I love it so much because I, I actually really adore my chiropractor. He's been on this podcast. Um, I, I love how, you know, when I go to see him, I, my brain feels better. Like literally blood is flowing to places that it hadn't flowed to in a while. That being said, I'm also the kind of person that loves to do the cat stretch, stretch and like reach my arms back over my head while I'm driving my car, pop my upper mid back. I figured out ways, but I'm probably not doing it right or effectively. And my chiropractor probably cringes every time I come back.
1: Well, I think uh, as long as you're doing something, movement is life. If you're moving, you're alive. If you're not moving, you're dead. And it's the same for every joint in your body, it needs to have a full range of motion because uh, up until you're 19 years old, uh, you have direct blood supply into every joint in your body. But after that, it retracts and pulls back. And the only way you get any healing nutrients into your joints is through a pumping action of movement, full range of motion called osmosis. And so as long as you're moving and doing something, you're healthy and on the right track.
0: So I love that. And also, you know, all the bands you mentioned, like each one of them, like struck me in my heart in some place, in some way for all of the music that they've provided over the years, that must be such an honor to, to get, to be a part of what they're doing. And then also in some way have like this reciprocation, like you're helping them and then their music probably helps you. I don't know. Maybe I'm being dorky. Maybe that's not a thing.
1: No, it's a thing. You know, I've, uh, I'm a musician first. I learned how to play the guitar uh, just by sitting next to my little AM radio uh, out uh, on a farmland in Coeur d'Alene. And, uh, uh, and I, did, I didn't know how to play, but I listened to the rock uh, songs that were coming on and I just plucked and plucked until I found the notes on the guitar and taught myself how to do it. And so I was listening to these bands like ACDC and Scorpions and, you know, and and, and just trying to figure out where how they were playing. And it just it moved me so much. It gave me such excitement, you know, to be able to play those songs. And at a time in my life when things were really not great growing up, you know, I lived in a, a a very disruptive childhood situation. There was a ton of of addiction, alcoholism, abuse, uh, uh, all kinds of problems growing up. And I did, it, it was very difficult for me to find happiness. And when I was playing that guitar, I was in seventh heaven. Uh, and then the surreal moment, you know, decades later, when here I was, uh, had all of, 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 of this motivation to be a better person through music. And then the next thing you know it, I'm backstage and I'm working on the band that I love so much and I'm fixing their spines. How surreal was that? Uh, I was talk about bringing just an elated level of happiness and excitement into my life. That was so surreal and so amazing, so powerful.
0: I can only imagine. And, uh, and you know what you said just really struck me. And and it's so true, which is a body that rests, rusts. you know, if you're not, if you're not having body movement, uh, you're dead, like you said. And I recently read body keeps the score. Not recently. It's been years. I recently reread body keeps the score by Bessel van der Kolk. There's so much to the two components you're talking about in terms of healing and, and, and really like self-helping or unself-helping yourself. So I think that's really fascinating. Um, And the fact that you've been able to blend these things, and then on top of it, we add the Christian base to it, which is so cool. Talk to me a little bit about the Christian component and uh, maybe the ways in which things have changed recently. I've seen a lot of growth in terms of people finding their way to Christ, and that's been something we've actually talked about on this podcast with various different guests. And the guest that I had before you um, is actually in that world as well, so um, in the music, in the Christian music world.
1: So. About 50% of the population now uh, believes in Christianity. Uh and so that's a step up uh from where we were decades ago. Um the next level is uh there's uh, Hinduism and uh uh um I can't remember the other uh religion, but they're um uh, they're close. And then the next level down from that, which is uh, almost half as well, uh is um uh um you don't believe in in any religion at all you're atheist you don't believe in any god at all um and so i'm coming from a platform of i want to try to reach the masses is my focus and and so the best way to do that is um try to get people to believe in something greater than themselves uh rather that's buddha rather that's a God, rather that's universal intelligence that's taught by in chiropractic schools, things like that. As long as you're you're focusing on something that's bigger than you, it gives you this hope, this guidance, this ability to uh, try to learn and expand your mind and your brain towards other idealisms and uh, other ways of learning. You know, for me, a Christianity was my path chosen. Um, you know, I was um, 14 years old, and I was on a motorcycle, nobody around, and I was hauling through the woods on this trail, and it looked like the tree stopped, and it opened up to this uh, huge meadow, and I punched it, and I wanted to just go into that meadow. And I heard loud over my pipes and through my helmet, stop now. And it was filled me to my bones and it scared me so bad that I grabbed my brakes and I skidded to the edge of a hundred and twenty five foot cliff. I would have launched 80 miles an hour off of that cliff. Who was that? Who told me to stop now? Who scared me? Somebody did something and it wasn't of this world. So there is somebody up there and that led me on my journey and my quest to find out who cared about me so much to save my life that day. And that led me to Christ.
0: I love that, and I and I can share a sentiment, similar stories, similar feelings. That's so incredible. And now you're helping people in all sorts of ways. And maybe you were then. It's rare to find a doctor who's as animated as you are. My chiropractor is actually very animated, um, very enthusiastic. And so maybe it's something in the chiropractic world where you're kind of blending Eastern and Western and all of the things. But uh, how? What is it like for people to come into your practice? Do you have a practice they can come into?
1: Uh, so I have retired as a chiropractor. Um, I herniated a couple discs in my lower back five years ago, and I couldn't see the 300 people a week that I was. Oh, boy. So um, I uh, retired and I went more into music. Uh, and I started on this, you know, uh, uh, for the last four years, this recording project uh, with all of these other famous bands I told you about. Um, and But the key reason why I did that was because I love rock and roll. It motivates me when everything was altered in my life. I go out to my car and crank the music, and I would feel this, you know, joy and happiness again. However, the lyrics were awful. They were degrading. They were, you know, demoralizing. Uh, They did, you know, just everything was about girls. And I've just, I had to change that. I had to do something because, but I love that music. And that's why I wrote my music um, to, I call it, instead of being Christian rock, I call it pause prog rock, positive progressive rock. Uh, And that's my new genre that I'm trying to create. And I was able to change the lyrics so that it's like, you know, uh, motivational. Fall down four, get up five. That's the way you do it, give it one more try. Take it to the level that fills you with life come on you can do it give it one more try you know, stuff like that that just really gets you pumped up and excited and motivated to do stuff
0: <laughs> um so one question i have to ask that i think most listeners are probably wondering which is how in the heck can you be a chiropractor and a disc i feel like that's like the number one no-no of <laughs> chiropractic land is like you have to take care of your back how did that happen
1: and i was in a car wreck Uh, This lady did a U-turn in front of me, and I was doing 40 miles an hour. Um, And ironically, (laughs) my uh, portable adjusting table that was in the back of the minivan, uh, when when I come to a stop, it flew all the way from the back through the air and hit me in the back and slammed me into the dashboard.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, How is that for irony? You know, yeah, I had the same thing happen to me. I was driving a car and this big dump truck pulled off to the side of the road, but actually he was flipping a bitch and, uh, plowed into him. And it was the, I've I, I told the story on this podcast a few years ago. It's like slow motion on steroids. And I saw that we were going to, um, So as I was, as he was starting to flip, I actually did like a really reverse thing and turned into the accident. Most people turn away from the accident because out of my periphery, I could see that we were going to, if I kept going the way I was going, we were going to slam into a telephone pole. And so I turned into the accident, he hit us and he sent us sailing I missed the first telephone pole and hit the back end of the second of the car with the second telephone pole. But otherwise, we would have been a straight head on into two telephone poles and died on impact.
1: Oh, yeah. Really wild
0: story. Yeah. So so give people maybe you can share with the listeners one or two things they can do to adjust themselves.
1: Yes. uh, So easy. Um, So. Uh, you know, the big misnomer is, have you seen somebody who tries to adjust their own neck and what they do is they take their hand and put it on their chin and yep. then they crank Guilty. their head over to one Guilty side? Guilty
0: as charged.
1: Don't do it.
0: That's the wrong <laughs> way.
1: There's a story of a teenager in high school down in California. Paralyzed a
0: himself doing it. You're gonna yeah, say. who Don't killed tell himself that. in oh front God, of his friends. Don't oh do God. it that
1: way. Uh, so there's a better way. Uh, And you need to mobilize individual joints. So you could do it by just taking a couple of fingers, putting it on the spine on your neck, and another couple of fingers on the opposite side on the top of the head, and then just kind of rock it back and forth and work your way down each vertebra level as you go to to unlock your neck. That's what you're trying to do. There's a vertebra that's stuck in there, and you're trying to move it. You feel it you feel it stuck, you wanna try to move it, you put a general force in there by touching your chin and forcing it. And that's the wrong way. Force is like water. It always takes a path of least resistance. And if you put a general force through your neck, it will never go to the one that's stuck and move it. You create hypermobile segments above and below the vertebra that's stuck. And this creates a chiropractic nightmare uh, when you try to bring that kind of neck in because we can't adjust it. It's already just so wobbly and, and over loose from that scenario. So that's why you need to put your fingers specifically on individual vertebra and give it a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a pump, a little bit of a stretch, and just kind of work your way down from top to bottom. That's the best way. The second thing that you can do is, um, you know, the walk, don't walk sign that you see at the crosswalks? Yes. Be like that guy first thing in the morning when you wake up.
0: Standing so up straight. you already
1: laying down in bed. All right. Just take your knee one side. Lay on your side. Bend one knee up. Roll it over. And Take your hand and put it on that knee and press it down while you reach to the opposite direction and rotate your, like you're wringing out a a rag. Just get the lower body going one direction, the upper body going the other direction, and hold that stretch for 20 seconds with the knee bent. That's position one. You should feel some stretch and mobilization happen immediately, and it feels great. Uh, The second position would be to take that leg that's bent. And straighten it out and reach out and try to grab your ankle and try to pull your ankle up towards your ear if you can. (laughs) But that's the second position, and that will then unleash the rest of your body and mobilize it.
0: Wow. I do that one a lot, so I'm doing one thing right. Yay. (laughs) How can people get in contact with you? Where can they find you? How can they learn about the amazing Dr. Staten? 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 Staten.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So so I retired. uh, uh, Like I said, I retired from chiropractic. um, And I finished my music project with Rock and Doc and the Backbones. And then I found myself, (laughs) I need something to do. Uh, And I was just looking on Indeed last year. And I found this guy, Raj Sharma and Arushi. And they had purchased three franchises for Stretch Lab. What a concept. I've been telling my patients for 30 years, you've got to stretch and mobilize after we unlock everything that's going on. And now I've uh, joined them. Uh, We're on the east side in Seattle, Washington. Uh, And uh, we just opened up Issaquah. We're opening up Mercer Island in two weeks. And we're opening up Sammamish by the end of the year. Uh, I'm now the lead flex charge of uh, training all of the staff on how to stretch people appropriately, where to look for the imbalances, how to keep the body mobilized the best that it can. And that's what we're doing. Now I'm actually you know, uh, just so excited because there's somebody out there who created, who is brilliant enough to create this protocol uh, for Stretch Lab. And, and now here's an avenue where we could send people. We're picking up the slack where physical therapy has dropped the ball. Personal training has dropped the ball. Uh, You know, and just there's all these other avenues where we we really need to do some body work and nobody was stepping up to do it. We're finally doing it at Stretch Lab.
0: Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your story and your inspiration and all of your energy and enthusiasm. It was greatly appreciated. And I'm sure the listeners really loved this episode. So thanks again so much.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Michaela, so much for having me on. You rock and live well. And
0: rock on. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.